What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Worst Take Network podcast. We got McConaugh, we got Parsit, we got a special guest today. Do you want to introduce yourself, Brendan? Yeah, I'd love to. So, uh, thanks for having me on. And I'm I'm Brendan Carney. I play basketball at Marquette. I went to Sacred Heart Prep High School with with Parsa. Yes, um, sir. Played basketball played basketball there for four years, and then went to Marquette and uh, made the team there. And I've just finished my freshman year uh heading into sophomore year and um home right now like most people but yeah that's pretty much it yeah awesome so, so we're gonna be doing an interview today um we got a couple of questions parse is gonna be leading us through and uh we're gonna get to know brandon carney a little bit better so parse why don't you start him off with the first question yes sir we'll do so uh before we get into your time at marquette brendan as you know as you said me and you went to high school and i was a year older than you I actually only played basketball yeah. for a year, uh, didn't make the team the second year, and then tore my meniscus the third <laughs> year when I thought I might have a shot at varsity, but that probably wouldn't have happened anyways. Uh, so I just want to hear how the boy Brendan Carney transformed from this little freshman into 6'2 dude who's now playing for Marquette. <laughs> so kind of walk me through junior, senior year when you started kind of maybe realizing that you might get recruited for a team at this level and what was going through your mind? What was your experience at that point? Yeah. So actually junior year, I like, I didn't even really play that much. I kind of mm-hmm. did, but it was just more like, I don't know. Like I wasn't, there was no like thoughts of yeah. college basketball. I mean, there were thoughts of it, but it wasn't really possible at that Interesting. time. Yeah. Uh, because I was like, okay, not great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so junior year went by, season ended. I think our team was okay. We weren't great. Um, yeah. But then uh, I just kind of – I feel like the it was more like the opportunities for me, like, opened up. I, like, kind of fell into a starting position because the guys ahead of me had graduated and left. Yeah. And obviously, I, like, worked hard in, like, the basketball aspect of things, like workout, conditioning, skills and stuff. But it was I feel like it was more – opportunities presenting themselves uh than like anything else and then so had a had a pretty good senior year and still there was no like really like offers or anything so i was just like all right well i'll just go to marquette and see if i can so actually i got in contact with the coaches first sent them some film Mm -hmm. and then they were like all right like no guarantees but you can come out here you can go you can come to school here and then uh, we'll put you through like the tryout process and we'll see if you can make the team. So then I spent the summer before freshman year, mm-hmm. like working out. I did ma- it was mainly conditioning because mm-hmm. you got to be in shape. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but it was a lot of basketball stuff too. So I did, I did that all summer and then I got there, went through like a few tryouts and then uh, wound up making the team. That's really cool. So technically were you a walk on or how did that work? Yeah. W- yeah. Walk on but I wasn't like a recruited walk on like a lot of guys when they say like, if you've seen like commitment pictures, they will be like mm-hmm. preferred walk on. That's like a guy who was recruited. Uh, but I, I wasn't see. recruited. Like they didn't, they didn't know who I was before. I don't know the end of my senior year, like after basketball season. I see. Okay. Really interesting. So thanks for going into that a little bit. Uh, what would you, just before we move on from sacred heart prep uh, for anyone who doesn't know, it's a high school located in Menlo park Bay area. Uh, Brendan lives right down the door from them. But I just want to see, what was your favorite moment from playing basketball for SHP? I mean, I saw, looked at some of your stuff. You actually didn't have a single game under double digits your senior year. 
you averaged what 15 points yeah. a couple of rebounds or what was that looking like yeah something like that something like yeah. that it was like yeah it was like 15 but i'd say the most fun moments on those teams were just like mm-hmm. it was it was like everybody on the team was i was like really good friends with i wasn't mm-hmm. like there was i was close with every single person from we had three freshmen on our team from when i was a senior and Dang. we were i was really i was really close to them all the way up to the seniors that i had been playing with for years so that was probably the biggest thing was just the camaraderie of it all and then also the basketball part was super fun too like actually being able to play a pretty good amount and have a little bit of like a little bit of freedom you know because junior year i didn't play all that much so it was it was good to it was a good year senior year yeah i, I actually agree knowing knowing the sacred heart system when you get any minutes right or if you like see an increase <laughs> in minutes it's like a huge deal because that offense is not made to give one player the ball at all uh <laughs> yeah. but yeah so in terms of so you transitioned really interesting you worked your butt off that uh that summer uh walked on for marquette and made the team uh what was it like uh, being a walk-on and, you know, the rhetoric being, okay, this kid's maybe an outsider coming for our position. Uh, how did you feel? How did you work towards securing that spot? Yeah, no, it was, uh, it was a super good, all the guys on the team are super, super cool from the first day that I got there. I actually had to work out with the team like a couple times before I was even on the team, just so they could see how mm-hmm. I like interacted, mm-hmm. interacted with the guys. And they were all super cool right from the start, which was awesome. And yeah. um, it just stayed like that the whole season. You just, if you like, if you make sure you're working hard, doing your job, then you'll you'll earn their respect pretty quickly. So yeah, that, yeah it was yeah. it was good. That's amazing. So you felt like it was, you know, you felt more the family vibe than anything, more than more that they were a support to you rather than a competition, right? Oh yeah, yeah, much yeah, much more yeah. of a support than than anything. That's really cool. Uh, so we transition right. You come to Marquette. Uh, you practice with them, you make the team, all this amazing stuff happens. You are a basketball player at Marquette University. Uh, the whole year has gone by. Unfortunately, the year got cut short. We didn't even see the tournament. Yeah. Uh, but what would you say was your favorite personal moment from this year? Favorite personal moment would it would probably have to be uh, the game the game where I made a made a shot because mm-hmm. yeah because that. You, you never know when that's going to happen if you're a walk-on. It doesn't, doesn't happen all that often, but uh, um, yeah. that was probably the best part. So walk me, walk uh, me through that. And then there that. was just a lot, of, a lot of little other moments. So the, yeah. well, the, so the game was – it was a Big East game, so I didn't think I was going to play because they're all pretty – like when you get into conference, they're all cl- pretty close games for the most yeah. part. Yeah. So it was at home. I didn't think I was going to play And you're a freshman, much. by the way. For everyone or listening, no, this is a freshman who walked on to Marquette, so you don't yeah. expect any minutes at all, maybe minutes in non-Big East games like he's saying. Okay, sorry. I had to say that. Yeah, yeah. like if as a walk-on, you get in, like if you're beating a team, like a a team you're supposed to beat and you're up by like 30 or 40 mm-hmm. points or whatever, that's that's mm-hmm. when I would play. Yeah. But so we were playing against Xavier, Xavier at home, and they, oh. were, they were ranked – I don't know. They're they were pretty high in the preseason, like top twenty five, maybe just outside of that. Um, so when when I played um, when I got so when I got into that game, we were up by like twenty points with like a minute left, mm-hmm. and I was pretty surprised that I was even getting in the game because twenty points sounds like a lot, but it's still sometimes you won't get in even even at twenty if you're a walk on. Mm-hmm. So we were mm-hmm. up twenty, and then I get in for I think a minute, maybe a little over a minute. And uh, 
I guess, I don't know, it just kind of – I think one of the guys for Xavier got hurt or fell down in the backcourt, so we had a five-on-four, and I just ran to the corner because that's, that's kind of all I do, <laughs> where I just yeah. run to the three-point line, ran to the corner. Uh, one of the my other teammates, who was a walk-on, uh, drove baseline, kicked it out to me. I was wide open. So I shot it and made it. And it was good. Be, it was good because I was in, right in front of my, my bench, the Marquette bench. Oh, so, so, so everybody, everybody on all my teammates were super hyped up when I made the shot. And I, there's like some cool pictures of me shooting it from right in front of the bench. What a moment. Yeah. I, I saw that on your Instagram. I was actually, it was so cool, man. I saw all your teammates too posting it guys that I was like, damn, this guy's a baller. He's like a junior senior. Like this guy's, you know, a, a top ranked, you know, point guard, shooting guard in the nation. Like it's insane. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So transitioning from your favorite personal moment, now I want you to kind of dive into like your favorite team moment from this year. Cause obviously that personal moment is, was kind of easy for you. Cause you were like, I got it. And I just hit this three, like, Holy cow, this is insane. Uh, yeah. Can't even imagine what you were feeling, but what about your favorite team moment from this year? Favorite team moment would, I don't know if it's a, well, Actually, yeah, it's it's a specific. I'd say when it was when we beat Villanova at home because they were top ten. I think they were number ten in the country. Yeah, and we had started we had started off Big East play. I think zero and two maybe. Or we didn't start we didn't start great. Mm-hmm. So we it wasn't like it wasn't a must win game, but we really wanted to win because we didn't want to lose. We didn't want to start zero and three. I think I think it was. Yeah. So they were number ten, and it was it was sold out in our arena. We play in the Milwaukee Bucks arena, the Pfizer Forum, so it, it oh holds my. like seventeen thousand people. Yeah. So it was it was sold out for that game, and then we just played like a great game. I think we led the entire game. We we just played really well, and we beat them by like fifteen. That was probably the best the best moment. That's amazing. Were you guys celebrating afterwards or anything? What was that like? Yeah, yeah, we we're we were super excited about it because <laughs> that's so they cool. were Villanova's big name, big name basketball. So it was good. Yeah, to, good. And to let me them. let me get that again. You said you play in the Bucks Arena. That's where you yeah, play. Yeah, we so that's Marquette's in Milwaukee. Yeah, so we, we share an arena with the Milwaukee Bucks. Damn, have you have you? I mean, are you gonna ever run into Giannis? I mean, what what's what's the deal with? I mean, he I wanna. Was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was sitting courts actually at the. So he left, but actually at the game where I made my my three pointer, he was there. What? Uh, sitting like sitting like probably twenty feet from because I was on the bench and he was courtside under the hoop, so it was like not <laughs> far. That's because so he was sick. there. He was there because Wesley Matthews, who played at Marquette and also plays for the Bucks, mm. was getting was getting put into the uh, Marquette Hall of Fame. So Giannis came with him to see it. So oh, they were sitting right there. That's great. What a legendary experience. Yeah, hopefully, I mean, you got time. You got another three years. So, I mean, hopefully you're, you're going to run into some legendary bucks like Giannis or someone else. That'd be, yeah. that'd be pretty insane yeah. to hear some stories from you in the future. Uh, in terms of your basketball game itself, uh, who do you model your game after and what kind of, who do you see yourself as? I mean, when you're on the basketball court, you're pulling up, you're practicing by yourself one-on-one. Like, who was that guy that you'd think of and model your game after? And if there wasn't one guy, what's your kind of your playing style? Uh, probably, well, in high school, I, I would say it was like a, like a Clay Thompson type just to where like, I didn't dribble very much in high school because mm-hmm. we, uh, we had, po- we had good point, we had good point guards and I didn't. Yeah. That's how the sacred heart offense is. Yeah. I didn't, I just felt like I was mainly catch and shoot. Uh, yeah. So I just come off screens, catch, shoot. I'd try to, and in practice at Marquette, I try to limit my, limit my dribbling too, because 
you can get into some trouble some trouble if you try to dribble against against some of these defenders <laughs> yeah yeah really interesting uh, anyone specific that you looked up to ever in basketball or has driven the way you play or think of your game well my favorite player has always been lebron james but okay even saying that in the bay area is not always it's kind of frowned upon but he's always he's always been my favorite player uh, yeah. but no i definitely don't model my game after him because he's six eight whatever yeah. six nine two sixty and we we play a little differently yeah you can't really model your game after a bulldozer it's a little bit that's kind of a natural yeah he's kind of just a, he, yeah he's kind yeah. of just a freak of nature i agree i mean uh but it seems like you're a really good shooter yeah. uh and i think it's taken you uh, a long way in terms of like to score 15 points off catch and shoots a game in the Sacred Heart offense where like you don't try to constantly have the same person I guess pull up from three uh, yeah. is pretty impressive uh, so I commend you for that uh, and in terms of your future you. I mean your first year right yeah, yeah no problem bro uh, you're in your first year at Marquette on to your second year right the sports might be totally different next year but hopefully college basketball will start up and it'll be you know get going normally uh, what do you think you're going to bring yeah, to Marquette yeah. uh, in the future? Uh, probably, probably just the same same stuff I brought this year in terms of just like mm -hmm. energy and hard work and practice and stuff. The main thing is energy, though, because yeah, you got you always got to have that that constant person who's going to bring energy and make sure that make sure the team is where they need to be. And that's that's kind of walk on's job, just making sure everybody's doing what they're supposed to be doing and doing yeah. your own job as well. Yeah, and you're and you're not limiting yourself. I mean, you're just being a humble dude. I mean, you're a walk on, but you still made the team. You always have a shot. You got three more years. I mean, depending on what you plan on doing. Uh, so yeah, I, I'd I definitely see some some production from you uh, based on you getting more minutes, obviously, in the future. Because I think it's really hard, right? When you come in, uh, you don't have a name in terms of like being recruited straight out. You're fighting for a spot. You get the yeah. spot, which is at that point you're already in the point oh one percent of people. You know because. You've already gotten yeah. to the point where you didn't get recruited straight off, uh, straight from high school, but you're out here getting, you know, making a spot on the team with, you know, being a walk on. So, uh, yeah, I hope to see. I, I definitely think we're gonna see some good production from you. Uh, I think it was sad because Marquette is a team that usually always contends to make the tournament. Uh, so what do you think? I mean, the tournament got cut off. Marquette season got cut short. What did you see? Where did you see Marquette ending up? Uh, and did you see them making the tournament? What was kind of like your your yeah. prediction if you were to predict how the rest of your season would go down? Yeah. So yeah, we were we were gonna make the tournament. I think we were supposed to be like an eight or a nine seed. So we were mm -hmm. we were definitely gonna make it. But I don't. I think I think we were supposed to play. I forget who we were supposed. To, it was all projections at that point, since obviously the tournament didn't happen. But I think we could have easily won a game. I don't know who we would have played in the second round, but I think we would have, could have easily won a game and maybe two. We were, we had a tough end of the season in terms of like we had a little bit of a losing streak, but I think we were, we were a better team than people than people thought. Yeah, I mean Marquette's usually a pretty consistent team in terms of they always have pretty good talent, right? They're not necessarily yeah. always a top five seeded team, but they're they're usually a team that I would say I always look at in terms of this team is going to be you know a middle late pick for the tournament uh yeah, yeah in terms of standing yeah uh were you excited about it i mean what are your feelings towards the season do you feel like you have your team has something to prove uh do you wish you could have continued finishing the season or are you okay just moving on and uh starting no yeah i wish we i wish we could have played in the 
Well, the Big East tournament, I wish we could have played in that too because mm-hmm. it got canceled right before that. Yeah. Then obviously March Madness would have been would have been super cool. So yeah, I, I was disappointed that I got cut off. Like I think everybody probably was, fans and players. Yeah, pretty pretty upsetting. I mean, as someone, I don't really uh, follow college basketball in the t- sense of following uh, a single team or a lot of teams specifically. But when it comes to madness, uh, I get into it. Uh, personally at Sacred Heart, I think I won my grades, March Madness, and all I did was pick yeah, yeah. the higher seed, and I won like 600 bucks cash that year. It was hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. <laughs> I mean, I think I, I went through and did it like the hour before the uh, you can't edit it anymore, and it was like, I just picked the top seed in every game, and I think I won. Yeah. <laughs> I did win, but yeah, that's pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> so you played around a lot of amazing talent that's pretty mature in the sense that you got juniors, seniors. Uh, pretty outstanding sophomores and freshmen you've played alongside as well. Uh, yeah. Is there anyone that you look up to on the team? Is there anyone that you really have a great chemistry with, that you love playing with? Like, what stands out to you? Who's, you know, just shout out somebody that you really love playing with. Yeah, no, I think I look up to all the guys that are older than me just because they've been there mm-hmm. before and they've been through it. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, no, a guy... Well, I'd say specifically would be the other the other members of the scout team because the other walk-ons we we gotta learn the other team's plays together mm-hmm. and then we play against we play against the scholarship guys who are gonna play in the game uh, using the other team's plays to prepare them as well as as well as possible. Oh. So yeah, you develop you develop a chemistry at the other with the other walk-ons because you, you gotta play play with them against the against the guys who are probably gonna play in the game. Yeah. That's that's actually pretty interesting because I didn't realize that they would necessarily put you guys running the op- opposing team's plays. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's seriously uh, something great. One thing I want to ask you about is, um, was there anything on the minds coming into this season that you saw in Marquette? Because last season before this one, Marquette was upset in the tournament as a five yeah. seed going against Murray State in the first round. So did the guys that were older um, kind of have a chip on their shoulder going into this season? Like, did you notice that? Or was it just kind of business as usual with Coach Wojo trying to get back to the tournament? Yeah, no, there was definitely there was definitely a motivation because last year was, was a super good year for Marquette, and it just kind of ended in a not a great way, I guess. But yeah, I'd say there was a there was a strong motivation to get back to the tournament and try and try and win some games there. Interesting. Uh, I know McConnor just brought up Coach Wojo. Uh, just tell me about Coach Wojo. I mean, what does he mean to you? What does he mean to the uh, Marquette basketball team? What has he meant to the school? Uh, just give me some insight, because I mean, from my perspective, he seems like a great guy. But that's pretty much all I know. Yeah. Yeah. No, he is. He's he's super competitive and energetic. So he like he's never gonna. He's he's never gonna have like an off day. He brings it every practice mm-hmm. in terms of his motivation and his uh, his competitive fire. So as players, you can always we can always count on him to have the energy and and just know exactly what he's doing at all times. And then yeah, around campus he's viewed he's viewed really well in terms of like his off the court impact and stuff. He does a lot of stuff for local charities and just good stuff like that off the court. Yeah. So so. That's really great. Would you say like his mentality kind of like you already sort of said, but get more a little bit more into that, how it bleeds onto the rest of the team, kind of the spirit, the fire that he brings to every practice. I mean, it is sometimes difficult to get up in the morning and come to practice and scream and shout and be energetic every single day, you know? Yeah, 
Yeah, no, so he's, yeah. His competitiveness is, it's like, so it's a long season. So the fact that he's able to bring that every single day is something that I've never seen before. That, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it was really eye-opening to see that just because he, this, there are long days and it's a long season. So for him to have that energy and that motivation the whole time is, it's, it was pretty amazing to see in my first year. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. Coach Wojo, I mean, he seems like, you know, to be, how long has he been the coach of Marquette? Do you know? Uh, I think this will be his, I think this will be his sixth year. Going okay. Into so sixth he's year. been there. He's been there. Okay. So he's acclimated himself there, but it seems like he's had a very strong presence in the six years, six years that he's been there, which is yeah. really cool to see. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so another thing, not related to necessarily your play on the court or playing practice, but uh, you did participate in a commercial, and I actually didn't know this till I called a friend earlier today, and he talked to me about how you got to go be in a little cool commercial somewhere, and I really don't know anything more than that, so uh, dive in there for me. Explain that. Yeah, so it was, uh, I don't exactly, I think it was in January maybe, mm-hmm. early January, mm-hmm. and it was, uh, it was a commercial for the, it was the American Lung Association of Wisconsin, so it was the commercial was based on like it was going to be based on like breathing and like yeah it was about like lungs and stuff so it was uh we basically shot a we were supposed to shoot a free throw but right before we shot the shot it was we take like a super big breath and the camera would like emphasize the breath and (laughs) stuff like that yeah and it i think the it the caption was like the caption was like like even athletes breathe or i don't know so it was something like that Mm -hmm. and uh so it was to promote like it was to promote like uh, lung research or something for, for the state of Wisconsin and the whole American lung association. So yeah, it was, it was just pretty cool to do that because it was small, but I, I'd never really done anything like that with like a few people with cameras and a couple takes. Like I missed the first free throw. So I had to do another, another (laughs) take, Uh, but yeah, it was, it was short. It was a short commercial, but it was, it was pretty cool. That's really cool. Yeah, so you kind of went to a studio somewhere and they kind of gave you all, they had all the cameras It was out actually and... just in, it was just in our gym. So they came oh, nice. with their cameras to our uh, nice. practice gym, yeah. Did you ever uh, watch it on TV? I, I saw it online. I, somebody, uh, somebody like tagged me in it or sent me it online. I, I don't think it ever, I don't know if it ever went on TV. I don't know where it was actually. I just saw it online on the American Lung Association, like, facebook thing or whatever uh yeah. but yeah i didn't see it on tv ever <laughs> yeah the, the reason i asked is because i just wanted to know how it would feel for someone to see themselves and see themselves in a commercial on tv i mean i i would definitely feel really weird at first but i also feel like since you're a baller and a basketball player it's actually a really cool feeling like i mean you shoot a free throw you're on i mean you could be on national television but probably i'm assuming from what you were saying it was definitely put around the milwaukee area uh uh, and distributed through yeah, the yeah. local areas for sure. Uh, so yeah, uh, Makana, do we have a little bit more time before we get into the worst take? How much time do you think we have left? Yeah, we have a little bit more time, but I feel like we can okay. just transition into the worst take. I don't know okay. if we need to. So so I did ask Brendan to come up with the worst take. I actually have not talked to him about this at all. So I want to see right now, do you have a worst take for us, Brendan? Uh, how is it looking on that? Yeah, so my, my take was... I don't know. I think it's a take that a lot of people have, but I don't know if I don't know if it's the worst take. But my, right. my controversial take, let's yeah. say, was 
I uh, I'm a firm believer that Le- LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan. I'm a firm believer in that. Damn. Okay, so that's a really lot of interesting. Disagree. A lot of people disagree <laughs> with that. So it's good that you put that out there. Uh, we're not going to do a whole worst take about it because we did actually have Jack Fitz on our show. Brendan, who you also know because he went to Sacred Heart. Uh, and he's a Cleveland, you know, oh, huge Cavs fan. He, so we did we did the goat debate with him. I bet and he said the same thing. Yeah, he said the same exact thing. And <laughs> McConaughey actually is a pretty firm believer in the Jordan. I'm kind of an in between because I can't f- find a solid argument that convinces me. Uh, yeah. But who who is? I guess I'll turn that on its head, and it's kind of in the sense of favorite or best. Who's your favorite player? Like, if you were watching Marquette basketball, who would your favorite player be? Just in terms of like our team this year, yeah, your team this year, like a guy that you got to play with or someone. I mean, uh, there's some big yeah. names, but I'm gonna leave that up to you. Uh, yeah, I think the favorite player, if you were just watching, would have to be it would be Marcus Marcus Howard, just because he's he was uh, all, he was a first team All American, so that I guess that makes him like a top five player in the country. Yeah, and there were some there were some crazy games because he's he's not tall; he's like five ten, and he's uh, damn. He's just an electric scorer. Like I, we were in Orlando for a tournament, and he scored. I think it was fifty-one points against USC. And wow. he just uh, like a lot of forty-point games. He just he scores a ton in in really efficient ways too. Yeah. Uh, what I was thinking is, do you think that Marcus Howard is the best point guard in the nation? Well, he's graduated now, but I yeah, think he probably, was. Yeah, I think he was. I think he was. Yeah. Yeah, he was just a force of, of nature, like, wasn't he? Yeah, just his ability to efficiently score in the Big East. Because in the Big East, it's like there's never, there's no like bad team. So every, every game is, again, like you're not, every game's against a good team. So you're going to have trouble every single game. And yeah. he was able to average whatever, like whatever he averaged, like 30 points per game uh, in the Big yeah. East, which is, is crazy. It's- and he, he and his brother, his brother played in, like at Central Arkansas a few years ago, and mm. he they just passed the Currys this year for the highest scoring brother duo in uh, Division One basketball history. So that's that's saying something because the Currys they've had successful successful NBA careers. Yeah, ex- that does say something. That speaks volumes, actually. Yeah, because both of those guys have a secure spot on an NBA team in the league right now, which is pretty yeah. incredible. Uh, I mean, obviously you've gotten used to it because you've been sitting. I mean, <laughs> you probably sat next to Marcus Howard when he's on the bench or something and talked to him, but. For yeah. someone like me who's never really sat on the bench of a college basketball team like Marquette and watched a guy put up 29, I mean, what is it like to see a guy who is so unstoppable and you're literally on the same team as him as a young freshman coming in, fought for your spot, worked really hard, and you're out here watching a goat of college basketball, you know, in terms of his play. Uh, I mean, were you in, was it were you actually, like, odd at points? I mean, were you sitting there like, I can't believe what I'm seeing? Or was it more like a, yeah, uh, I mean... Yeah, no, I was I was in shock a lot of the time because mm-hmm. every team that we played against, their defense was just designed to stop him, and the fact that he would still get thirty points is was it was it was crazy. It was there were some games where you you wouldn't think he'd have that many points, and you'd look up there and he'd have like thirty six or thirty seven, and it's like he just scores the ball. I mean, he makes it look really easy. Is basically what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Talking about somebody that makes it look really easy. Your favorite basketball player, LeBron James. You say he's the greatest of all time. I don't want to get into that. What I want to talk about is <laughs> what is the greatest LeBron of all time? Because that's kind of been circling right oh. now. Because there's the 
Heat LeBron. I don't know when you started getting into LeBron, but for me, I was a big LeBron guy. His yeah, first yeah. hit in Cleveland and Miami. But obviously he was dominant when he came back to Cleveland. His mind now is elevated to another level in Los Angeles. So, like, what do you think is, yeah. is peak LeBron? I think a lot of people would say Miami LeBron because of the championships and the MVPs and stuff. But I think the peak LeBron, I would say, would be uh, – I don't, I don't have a specific year, but I'd say that second stint with Cleveland when he was playing against the Warriors every single year. Yeah. Because there were – there were some when he beat the Warriors. That was probably his biggest accomplishment. But there were some years where he lost to them, and people were just surprised that he even made the NBA Finals. Like that, I think that first year after Kyrie left, where I, his team was not good, not not <laughs> not good. And a couple a couple announcers said that it was his greatest achievement getting through the East and getting to the Finals. And it was then he hadn't he didn't even win the Finals, but it was just a. He just carried him, so I'd say second stint Cleveland is the best LeBron. Yeah, yeah. I I actually would I actually would agree. I I think people would definitely say the Heat because of just the glitz and glamour that surrounds that area of the dunks, the oops, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, the big three, the Miami yeah. life. Uh, but the, I think the most impressive thing LeBron has ever done is take a team that Kobe and Jordan arguably couldn't or didn't take to the finals to the finals, and I think that that is incredible because he had come off what people said, okay, yeah. well, he did what he did in Miami, solidified him as the top player of all time. Doesn't need to do much more to be like a top 10 player, top five player of all time. You know, but we, we'd like to maybe see a championship run from yeah. him or two. And he goes back to Cleveland, and sure, he wins one with Kyrie, but then Kyrie leaves and he takes that team to the finals. I mean, I don't know, man, about what you think, but I thought, I mean, when you look at that roster, I mean, they, I, without LeBron, like, I don't know if they would have even, they would have probably would have been the lowest seed in the NBA. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's couple, honestly pretty uh, insane. That's where is the, 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 I think the two years LeBron left Cleveland were the biggest win total drop-offs in the history of the NBA. I think the first year when he went to Miami, they had won, whatever, 50-something games. The next year, I think they won 12, and then it was the same thing, similar thing when he left for, uh, for L.A. So he was definitely yeah. carrying that franchise. <laughs> Yeah, he's something to look up to, not only on the court, but also off the court. But uh, yeah. that kind of leads me into the, the kind of final question I think we have. This actually came from Twitter. And um, what is your kind of strength off the court? Um, what do you see yourself as off the court? Uh, yeah, so I, I think my strength off the court... Well, actually, during the school year, there's, it's pretty much the only thing you have time to do is strength off the court would probably be just at, during the season, during the school year, it would have to be academics because that's kind of the only thing I do off the court. But as as a person, I think it would be, uh, I think I got a, I think I probably got a pretty good personality off the court. Joke around a lot. Don't take things too seriously. I don't know about that. Are you sure? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing with you. You're the man. You're the yeah, man. Yeah. Well, well, anyways, we want to thank you for coming on today, Brandon. I haven't seen you in a while, but I know as soon as this pandemic ends, we'll definitely ball up. Uh, I'm curious to see how your game's elevated since I got balled up by you probably in high school at some point. Uh, and <laughs> yeah. you're definitely an insane shooter. So uh, thank you for coming on. Appreciate the time. And uh, we'll definitely like love to bring you on at some other point in your career. And Good luck with this next season. Hopefully this season goes more as planned as, than last season because at least, I mean, 
now the league can figure out how to implement new methods, you know, to have college players play their full season. So we hope that works out. Thanks for coming on. You're the dog, bro. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. That pretty much wraps it up for today's episode. Once again, I want to give a huge shout out to Brendan Carney for coming on. It was really cool to talk to him and see his perspective. And if you want to follow us on Twitter, follow us at The Worst Take Net. If you want to follow us on Instagram, at The Worst Take Network, check out our website, theworsttakenetwork.com. Got new articles coming up all the time. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure to rate us, give us a review. We love hearing that feedback. Let us know what you think. We're starting up a new podcast, a couple of new podcasts, actually. So make sure to be involved in the social media. You'll get notifications on all of that new information. But that's it for today's episode. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you all again on Tuesday. Hey.